0: like scary movies and watered down true crime then this is the podcast for you we've been best friends for almost 30 years and we've been getting high while watching movies together for most of it now we want to share that with you so pour your white wine on ice and prepare your bud any way you choose because what would be girls night without a little thc we are hell yeah we are hey everyone welcome back to another episode of thc true hollywood crime i'm your host mariah this is your host bailey welcome to our final episode of spooky season you fucking did it. and happy halloween yeah because right now when you're listening hopefully it's halloween you're listening the day we drop it that's so exciting it's so close happy halloween <sighs> so exciting but the lead up to halloween for us is always busy it's it feels so extra busy this year I don't yeah. know why, but it feels like a lot being. I packed know why into you fucking weekend. moved. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, if you look around my room, nothing's changed in the week since you've yeah. been here last. I don't know. I'll get there eventually. Exactly. All the important stuff is put away. Absolutely. And then
1: I ended up taking today off just so that I'm not a basket case tomorrow before the party.
0: Amen. So if you're li- this is i'm dropping this on halloween so halloween is here or it's already happened depending on when you're listening but for us it's the friday before halloween so we still have a whole weekend of events ahead of us mine kicked off tonight with my two older kids who are both in middle school going to a halloween dance where they had a great time my oldest um dressed as tiffany valentine the makeup was on point i did the makeup it was
1: The only thing
0: that they need is the skinny eyebrows, which we didn't necessarily want to do for the school dance, but we'll probably do for Halloween. Yeah. That felt like a lot.
1: Oh, did it? That felt
0: like a lot? Not the giant heart on the chest? Well, no, you got to have the heart. I didn't write Chucky, though, because I was like, you're running late. We got to go. We got to go. I can't write Chucky right now. But yeah, they did Tiffany Valentine, and it was great. They won their costume contest, won a Dutch Bros gift card. And Wyatt, my son... Did not wear his costume. He's going to be Shrek, but it's his first school dance. So I think he was a little embarrassed to do the whole thing, yeah. but he wore um, a Friday the 13th like shirt. The family shirt at The this family point. shirt that we all share. Mm-hmm. So he wore that, and he had a time of his life. He came back and said it was the most fun, and he lost his voice, and he danced, and I was shocked that he had that good of a time yeah because i would never had fun with those fucking dancers. i know whatever they're cooler than us Move yeah on. what else is new and now i have a house full of teenagers yeah, to spend do. the night and then saturday night tomorrow night we have our halloween block party we do every year mm-hmm. hosted so lovely lee by you and your husband yeah we're
1: excited we're gonna do our big ass costco pizza run Uh We've been stocking up on ice for the past week. The most important thing, really. Always. Mm -hmm. I I know you appreciate it. Of course. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I can't wait. The yard's decorated. All of our- No, knock on wood, no rain in (sighs) sight, right? What's with the air quality? Uh, There has to be a fire somewhere. Obviously, but really? Like, now we finally get the rain to stop, and this shit couldn't be fucking the end of summer. (laughs)
0: No, well, Are we finally into fall but Did that that happened? The happen? I, the, yeah. the biggest fire in our area happened in November. Oh, my God. That's so dumb. Which is crazy because you get out of summer and you're like, Whoo, we made it. No big wildfires. And, and then, then the, a whole fucking town burns down in November. Yeah, and
1: our air quality is just remi- reminding us all of that. So
0: fun. But tomorrow will be a great time. I'm happy that it's cold. Oh, yeah. I'm excited that Halloween activities will be cold. I'm going to try to take the kids to... The corn maze that we did last year and sweated our, our ass. <laughs> Could it be fucking I mean, hotter? No. We're like,
1: can we please find our way out? And we're, we're wearing melting. like fall
0: clothes, black. We were so thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did not bring anything to so, drink. I think I brought a granola bar that I split yes, amongst the children. You too. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. We were unprepared for how... Something about the corn, like, radiates the heat back to you <laughs> from like, the sun. why are you not popping corn? It was the worst. So I'm happy that all of that stuff yeah. will be happening in cooler temperatures. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad... That, it was fun, but... It'll be more fun. Cold. Mm-hmm,
1: absolutely. Well, since we're talking about corn mazes and stuff, let's tell you about... No. <clears throat> Sunny Fields Farm, they landed themselves a Guinness record for largest pumpkin mosaic.
0: What is that?
1: It's where you take a bunch of pumpkins it's a, and oh, they it, did it
0: with a with pumpkins and
1: gourds and squash, and they made that right right iconic Christmas. scene. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: love it with Jack Skellington on top of the mountain.
1: And they say they do it every year, but they knew this year that it might make them eligible and once they really looked into it they won i would
0: love to know i mean they had to have painted the pumpkins right
1: no i think because remember they're squash and gourds i know but some of it's black oh well
0: but still Mm -hmm. what and it's huge Huge. (laughs) it's huge yeah that is so cool isn't it man that is a lot of fucking pumpkins does it say how many pumpkins it was it does Ten thousand pumpkins and squash Right? It's a f- shit ton of pumpkins, bro.
1: I know. I love it. Okay. So no more pumpkin related news, but Utah needs to calm the fuck down. Yeah. Because they are having a pole dancing skeleton controversy. Oh, what's the controversy? So this resident, Christopher, put his Halloween display up on a legit road sign, like outside of his house. hmm so because it's technically not like his property, it belongs to the city or whatever. They told him he had to take it down. Uh-huh. And so he did. And he put it like right right at the limit.
0: Like right. As out. he should. Uh-huh. That's exactly what I would and it
1: drew so much more attention that yes. way because now people are contributing to it. So now like she's dancing on the pole and they've got the skeletons offering money and yeah. there's music and there's lights. And he's like, yeah, it might not be for
0: everyone, but it's one time a year, and it's all in good fun. Yeah. Like, calm down, people. Um, two skeleton things. Our neighbors down the street, you probably haven't seen them because you don't drive that way into my neighborhood, have a skeleton in sync set up. All oh five gosh. members, so all funny. dressed up like in sync. incredible. And then our town's world famous tall skeleton yard did you see them Mm -hmm. with the skeleton rock show the whole rock show Mm yeah with their groupies yeah Mm -hmm. and they added another giant I think they have yours now too right they do
1: the Mm -hmm. giant flaming skeleton they do and they've got him like in a weird angle which is cool to see with like his arms all funky
0: yeah they really added to their display I think because they got famous last year so they knew they had to really bring it. my
1: only problem is is that I feel like they're bringing it down with the inflatables
0: yeah I agree Mm -hmm. I don't like like without very much. that
1: well it's one or the other be an inflatable house like mm. that cat house yes. near your old house she's so cute go for all the inflatables yeah that's a theme
0: plus hers are all in theme yeah it's not just random inflatables right. they're all cats and
1: like there's also another house in the neighborhood where it's all nightmare before christmas but it's the inflatables there's one like down the, the
0: street where they have us sh- like
1: so many that you're like golly so how'd you boats? get them all in your yard so that's one thing but to mix and match
0: yeah i agree yeah Here's what I don't like. Yeah. I don't like people. It's fine. I'm sorry. If I'm stepping on Halloween toes right now, I'm so, so sorry. But like, for instance, there's this lady in my mom's neighborhood who I already don't like very much, to be fully honest with you. She's lived in the neighborhood my whole life. So, you know, there's like neighbor beef that goes back decades. Right. Love it. But everybody talks about how she's the best decorated yard for Christmas and no. for Halloween. And all she does is inflatables. No, And your I don't mom, feel like it should count. Your mom had a fucking
1: bloody refrigerator that inspired yes. me to my core. <laughs> yeah. That my- front yard was so fucking creepy. But it's because no one was brave enough to go see it
0: no people are brave enough to go see it i think it's just because hers is really big and bright and loud versus my mother's is a work of love it is handcrafted it has been you know scary and scary legit yeah i've had real especially when i lived there or i lived in the same hometown as her and i would help make it i had real fucking knives and axes and shit out there and i'm like hey guys don't touch anything because it's probably real and it's probably sharp. Absolutely. But we had fucking, because beauty school, you do it on doll heads. I have had doll heads, decapitated bodies, blood, car accidents with my old original blue neon that yes. was kind of run down. I made a no. whole car accident scene with fucking bodies and shit. What do
1: you think inspired my clown truck car crash Yeah, fiasco that one year and like i said the bloody refrigerator is now my bloody butcher's ice chest theme and she's going
0: for it man yes and then this year she's upping the ante she got some new lighting she's very excited about and i can't remember what she's doing um something with like a big spider or something i love it my dad
1: also got a big spider
0: this year that he's excited about honestly i kind of half listen i think it I think it's a big spider. Well, it's a big something. We'll find out. A big something is happening.
1: Well, another big something happened. Okay. On October 23rd, police in California were left scratching their heads when an entire shack was found abandoned on the street. (laughs) <laughs> like a giant did it fall off the back of a truck it had to have it's got a hitch yeah it so fell off someone, the back of a truck but That's, who
0: would move that that is like somebody who had to get it off their property they're gonna get fined oh you're so smart sometimes goddamn. so you know okay because it looks run down so it's probably a, a hazard of some kind yeah okay it's been 40
1: 5 years since the release of the original Halloween. Holy back shit. Back on October 25th, 1978.
0: They just couldn't have released it on October 31st, huh? That was asking too much. It probably didn't fall on a weekend. I know, but I guess no one would be excited about it back then, but now they would be. Exactly. Um,
1: I'm sure you're all wondering where the cast is now.
0: of course well i know where Uh, my
1: girl jamie lee curtis is uh uh-huh but i do want to throw in a few little tidbits that might not be so well known to everybody so besides being our scream queen let's not forget that she had a huge overcoming of an opioid addiction all right jamie and she won an Oscar recently for her performance in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once that she dedicated to her parents, yeah. which were also nominated for Oscars, but I don't think they won. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the Michael Myers actor, Nick Castle, he actually went on to go behind the scenes. Okay. To, like, writing and directing. And uh, our girl, Nancy, my paul. She went on to do sculpture and teach theater intro. Okay. Uh huh. Cool. Donald Pleasants, our only Doctor Loomis. I will not acknowledge <laughs> any other.
0: Don't get started on that shit again. I think we went on a rant so long about. I it will on every Halloween time. Episode. Every fucking time. I'm with you, girl. I will die on this. God, remember? The, didn't the remake just make him into a piece of fucking garbage? Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's okay. We're not. <laughs> Anyways, he really embraced that role. And okay. he went on to star in other numbers of slasher films until he finally passed away at the age of seventy-five in nineteen ninety
0: five. That's so funny because if you would have given me a guess out of the original cast who was like a serious actor, no. I would have said him. But I no, like that he's he, like, w- slasher's he leaned baby. into it. He
1: leaned into it. And he even like commented like later in his life that it was something he was really proud of. That As he, he
0: fucking yeah, should be. Yeah, yeah. But real quick, Jamie Lee Curtis, I've been on this like offset kick mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that offsets promoting his album and he's, and he's so cute and funny Michael myers tattoo and they are besties he slid into her dms yeah and yeah. that to come do a, his music video and he yeah. said that she showed up and he was expecting he's like okay we're gonna like he was like trying to make plans for like her entourage he's they- like we got to make sure that we have everything he's like she just slid up by herself She was there for less than an hour, did everything perfect, one take, perfect, like, professional. Duh. I know. And then he said they hit it off so hard. I'm really falling in love with Offset a bit. I didn't know much about him. And when you watch him talk and listen to his interviews and stuff, I've always liked his music Mm -hmm. and, like, the Migos music. Of course we love Cardi. Always. But... The cheating on Cardi thing left a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't like that. But now that he's like, I'm really getting to know his personality. First of all, I can totally see how him and Cardi are so well balanced for Mm -hmm. each other. And he's very smart and very funny, very kind. I'm a fan. I wish I, he wouldn't cheat on his wife. Uh,
1: they all do. I, I know. They, you know, at this
0: point. But other than that, I mean. like eating carbs. He takes care of his kids, which I know the bar is in hell. Like, that's the starting basis that you take care of your kids. He takes
1: care of Cardi. But some of these motherfuckers don't
0: take care of their kids. Yeah. So.
1: Most recently. So obviously, like, they've got the money. They spoil each other. But what he buys her are, like investment pieces yeah and it's thoughtful he knows that something she wants so she recently is super and what i love about cardi is she's obsessed with war but besides that yeah and like, history yeah she is getting into art yeah so she fell in love with a piece And like she kept thinking about it and thinking about it. So she went back to buy it and it was already sold. Mm -hmm. And so she's just like beating herself up over it. And of course she comes home and he already had it like mounted on the wall.
0: What a guy. Right? I know. He's the best. He's really cute. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan. I had no idea that he was this like outgoing and outlandish. Which, of course, because he's a rapper, but not all rappers have that. A lot Mm -hmm. of rappers... They might make good songs, but then you see him in interviews, and you're like,
1: "Whoa!" To be fair, I think the only interview I've ever seen, besides little clips on TikTok, is the Bobby
0: Altoff Yeah, but that's even good because he was uh, that, serving it back that's to That's what I'm saying. Yeah, great. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. All right, all right. So who else is serving? Of course, <laughs> Taylor Swift. So let's Always. get into sports news. All right, sports <laughs> news. <laughs> yep. In sports news, <laughs> um, Travis. Kelsey was twerking at yeah. a women's soccer team charity event. That's typical Travis Kelsey being. So good behavior. on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Sports news. You know what makes also makes perfect sense to me? Talking about good couplings. So last what? I can't wait to see what you say because I wonder if you're gonna say exactly what I'm thinking. So go. So last week we talked about James and Fuhad mm-hmm. on shits and gigs. Mm-hmm. I looked up their zodiac signs. Oh, my God. Is that what you did? No. Oh, okay. This is totally different. So I said, I'm such a James. You're such a Fuhad. Yeah. And then I looked up their zodiac signs. Fuhad is an Aquarius. Of course. James, not a Cancer, but he is a Taurus. And Cancers and Tauruses are like twin flames. Yeah. We have almost the exact same um, qualities. And
1: then you posted that thing online. Yeah, the horoscopes. Oh, my God. But
0: I just thought it was so funny. that I'm like, I totally nailed it. Mm-mm. I'm a James Era who had and our, our Zodiac signs match perfectly. No, there's another
1: hot couple alert is where <laughs> I was going. Fucking Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love's daughter got married to Tony Hawk's son. Francis Bean. This is the
0: 90s royal couple of the history. Incredible. And they're both so good looking. Oh, fuck that. They're going to have gorgeous. I can't believe how good looking Francis Bean is. So here's some
1: fun facts about the wedding. So the guy that was the officiant, I guess he's like the lead singer in R.E.M. or whatever. And he's also Michael Stipe. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. He is her godfather. Oh, cute. Who's her godmom? Oh, fuck. Is it somebody I know? Drew motherfucking Barrymore. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, my God. Love it. I bet it. you Drew Barrymore was doing so many drugs with Courtney Love back I in the day. love it so much. <laughs> and Courtney Love, I guess, has new music coming out. Okay. So... All exciting news on the 90s front.
0: Yeah. Tony Hawk's son, good looking. But every time I see fucking Francis B and is, I go, Oh, my shit. God. Forget She's it. She's so good looking. Stunning. Stunning. Stunner. Stunning. Best. She got the best of physical both. qualities of both parents. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Mm-hmm. So that's super cute. Love that.
1: I guess we can move on to my reviews.
0: All right. Well, I have just a quickie, yeah. which is nothing that um, most people care about, but... The new season of Great British. I always call it Great British Bake Off. I guess in England they call it the Great British Baking Show. Oh. But anyways, Uh this season's been the best season in a long time. Ooh. They switched up one of the hosts. And the new host is like sunshine and rainbows served up to you on a platter. She's just the best. Funny and kind. Cool. And it's been great so far this season. Loving it. What's your favorite thing they've done? Ooh. That's a hard one. Okay. I kind of, so favorite thing that they've done or like favorite moment? Because here's the thing the thing about Great British Bake Off is you're rooting for them, but you also know what weeks are going to be because they do the same weeks every season. So, like, week one is cake week. You always know. Okay. Week two is cookie week or whatever. So, bread week's always stressful because the main judge, Paul, is a bread baker and he's like multiple generations into this game. So everyone sweats it out on bread week because you know that you have the guy judging your breads.
1: Although... Don't talk to me about sweating over bread. Right. We know damn well. That and so hard.
0: then I... But I always look forward to pastry week because pastry is so fucking fussy. And that's when you're going to be having some real breakdown. So you're going to
1: see like a croquembouche. And a- that's
0: where... I think they actually did that episode, this episode. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I know my... Oh, pastries oh, oh, oh. but yeah pastry week especially because you know the brits don't believe in air conditioning so they're filming in the summertime which in england's hit or miss Stupid. it's either cold and raining or it's or hot, hot as, as fuck and they're in a tent and so when it's hot they just like roll up the walls of the tent right because that helps <laughs> and then what's pastry's biggest enemy heat Heat. you got to keep it ice ice cold so then the meltdowns of pastry week <laughs> are always entertaining I love it But anyone who knows anything about Great British Bake Off, you know that the biggest thing you can get besides winning the week, being star baker of the week, the Paul Hollywood, Hollywood handshake. He gives them out very sparingly. It's when something is perfect. You get a handshake from Paul and somebody's I can't remember what week it was, what they had made, but it was their big showstopper is what they call it. Like the it's supposed to like. Knock the judges' socks off, and it takes hours to make. And whichever one they did, they got great r- reviews from the judges. And then he went to like sit back down at his station. And Paul said, Wait, 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 wait. One I'm going to come to you and gave him like the double handshake. Wow. The fact that he got Paul to like walk over to his station and be like, Actually, that's like one of the best things I've ever had. You're oh. like, I'm sobbing on the couch. I'm like, <laughs> So
1: I do Baking Junior. Yes. And Paul had to sub for one of their judges. Okay. And the kids recognized him and was and one got a handshake. Oh and it was a moment. Yeah. For the sure. handshake is a moment. a moment.
0: It's a big deal. So there you go. That's my great <laughs> It's my baking show review. Um
1: I don't know if you kept it in the episode or not. The movie that you couldn't
0: remember? Bye bye, man. I found it. But I think I did not. I think I cut it.
1: Yeah, I think you did cut because it. Because we
0: were talking about it for so long. <laughs> that I'm like, nobody cares about this shit. Well, I cared about it, and I watched it. Okay. And it wasn't that bad. Oh, I just remember being so it's disappointed not, in it.
1: Well, of course.
0: Well, okay. Now put yourself in my shoes. I saw that shit in the movie theater. Well, yeah. I bought a movie ticket. And
1: I would be disappointed with a movie ticket. Yeah. For sure. But in general... Okay. um, because it you you knew it. You're like, you can't say it, and you can't write it down. And so it, the whole thing is, don't think it, don't say it, don't think yeah. it, don't say it. Yeah. And spoiler alert, the Bye Bye Man is the Grim Reaper. Yeah. He's got the dog and the coins and the whole. Yeah. I just didn't think tada. it was very scary. No, of course. But it wasn't as bad as some of the other garbage okay. I've watched. Fair enough. Okay. So let's And I it. do
0: like the concept of... Like, how are you supposed to never think about a thing now that you know about it? Yeah. That's a scary concept. Uh Mm-hmm.
1: So besides that, to keep in my spirit of trying to watch a movie a day and also wanting to relate to the episode's theme. Oh, okay. I watched 2019 Trick. Okay. The killer is a high school student, Patrick. Oh. Trick. Funny. Mm Mm-hmm. They're at a Halloween party. They're playing spin the knife Mm -hmm. instead of spin the bottle. Mm -hmm. One side says trick. One side says treat. And like leaning in for the kiss, he ends up killing a whole bunch of high school students. Mm. He gets stabbed with um, a fire poker. Okay. Taken to the hospital where Jamie
0: Kennedy... Oh, wow. Is okay. the doctor? At, in 2019. does uh-huh. huh? he
1: look? Not good.
0: Yeah, you know, <laughs> he's doing the movie Trick, huh? Uh-huh.
1: The guy ends up ex- escaping by jumping out the window and vanishes into the river. So then, of course, he comes yeah. back every year. Of course. It's a new mask. Oh. Um, but it's Detective Omar Epps. I love me some Omar Epps now. He has to figure it out.
0: So he took a break from coaching the Steelers? I guess
1: to take to take on the role of detective. Do you get that joke? No,
0: the <laughs> the head coach of the Steelers looks exactly like Omar. I Upps. was gonna
1: say I literally would have left here telling people, "Oh, you <laughs> didn't,
0: <laughs> you didn't know Omar Epps was." I should have let you. You
1: should have. No, they did. They just look exactly like each other. That's exciting. <laughs> um, there's a fun little twist. Okay, so it's it's good. It's
0: fast paced. It's All violent. Right. Cute little fun Halloweeny movie. Mm-hmm. Last night, I put on the Jack Black Goosebumps because Zoe was still awake. Okay. And I was like, let's watch a Halloween movie. And I was talking to my 11-year-old about scary movies, and he's just starting to, like, dip his toes in the scary movie game. Mainly, it's all of his little friends that are doing it. And yeah, they're freaks. He's doing okay. Anyways, he, I was like, oh, well, because Us was up there on the Netflix options, and I'm like, No, definitely can't watch that one. And he was like, why? What is it? Did it? I'm like, why? Of course. That shit is a legit scary movie. Mm -hmm. And like, my scare tolerance is fucking sky high. And I'm telling you that that movie was actually a little hard for me to watch. And I've only watched it once. Yeah. He's like, oh, really? Like, he was intrigued. I'm like, you want to watch it? I'm like, "Okay." Mm -hmm. Because Zoe was asleep. And so I pressed play. And I let it get as far as her in the mirror maze. And then, because if you remember, the first time she's in the mirror maze, it cuts away. Uh-huh. You don't actually, you just see the back of the doppelganger. Yeah. And then it cuts away to, like, the therapist office. And I was like, okay, I know we're fucking around, but I can't, I this can't will traumatize let, you. I can't let you keep y- going. You will for sure not sleep. And so anyways, I would like to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So, that was pretty funny. But, so instead, we um put on Taylor Swift's 1989 Taylor version that dropped last night at midnight, which, Ooh. West Coast time is 9 o'clock. Okay. And... Him and I sat there and listened to Taylor's
1: version. Okay, so rumor has it Uh-oh, on the inter- hap- oh, there we go. internet that they um, or she addressed somewhere on the, whatever, the drop about the lesbian stuff. Label. So
0: there's a community of people out there, the Gaylers, who really believe that she's Her gay. Carly, yeah. There's a whole thing about it. Yeah, and I yeah. get what they're saying. If you really sit there... <laughs> Like if you ever mm-hmm. seen that meme of Charlie Day from Always Sunny in Philadelphia with the fucking board and all the thread and he's like smoking a cigarette <laughs> and freaking out about it. That's the Gaylers. And they can point it all back to all of her little song references. And um, I just feel like if she was gay, she would have said it. Yeah. And even if she is and she doesn't want to say it, it's none of our business. Yeah. But they believe all of her boyfriends have been beards. So is it a dress? Yes. Yeah. Okay. She makes... I don't know what it says. I haven't fully read it. Got it. But there is... A little prologue, I guess, addressing the rumors. Okay.
1: Interesting. Yeah. So
0: that's that. Because it's also like... I don't know. I feel like... It's kind of writing somebody off. Like, you... Like, why can't she just be straight? I know you want her to be this or you think she's this, that or the other. But to say that she's hiring men to be her boyfriends in public, like that's what they think Travis is. They think Travis is a total beard. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a bit of a shot at her character. Yeah. Or it's like, why would she do that? Yeah. It feel it like kind of cheapens everything. She's riding around in a fucking popcorn thing. And even... It's got to be for love. And even if she is bi, let's say, and she went through a phase where she was hooking up with her girlfriends, who cares? And it's none of our business. Don't take away from what she has currently. Yeah. Yeah. And also that girl that they all keep talking about is married to a very conservative, like politician's son. And so then it's like, maybe she doesn't want it to come out because it might hurt that girl's reputation. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, let's just keep it under wraps. Mm -hmm. Leave it a mystery. Look at you. I don't know. Anyways, yes, I guess she does address it. I haven't read it, though. Okay. Well, then I'm going to circle back
1: to what we were just talking about then because I watched some original Goosebumps yes. with Violet. Yeah. We did The Mask. Okay. Where The Mask eventually, like, gets stuck on the girl's mm-hmm. face because her behavior was bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she's going to look ugly because she's acting ugly. Mm-hmm. And then the one with the, like, ventriloquist yes. dummy. Mm-hmm. Slappy, and both gave her
0: goosebumps. She got scared. Yeah, she was really excited. She's like, "Look, I got goosebumps!" Love it. Yeah. Uh huh. I had a listener hit slide into my DMs and actually suggest the one on Disney Plus, which they have a new Goosebumps like series. Ooh. And it's supposed. To, I think it's supposed to be a little scarier than like the Jack Black Goosebumps. Uh huh. So I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, a listener told me it's good and. I'm going to see if Nick
1: can find us the Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because the Goosebumps are super easy to get. Those are not so easy. Yeah. Because they're legit and we know it. That's right. Okay. All right. Real quick. Let's get you through the rest of these. I watched Tales of Halloween 2015. This is 10 interlocking stories from Halloween night. Okay. I'm not going to tell you all 10, but I want to mention one of the stories because I thought... It was fitting. Sweet tooth. Perfect. Mikey had just finished trick-or-treating. So his parents leave him and his candy with the babysitter. And they're going to have some fun. So the babysitter tells him an urban legend about a boy who loved Halloween, even though his parents never let him eat the candy. So one night, the boy sneaks downstairs to see his parents not only eating his candy, but they've turned it into some weird sexual fetish. That's weird. They're feeding it to each other and fucking on it.
0: And oh, my God. <laughs> sticking
1: it in places. The childhood trauma. Enraged, the boy kills his parents and eats all the remaining candy. But that doesn't satisfy his appetite, so he cuts his parents open and eats the undigested candy that out feels of like their- a lot oh.
0: feels like a lot
1: so every halloween since his spirit roams the neighborhood for candy and if children don't leave some candy to share he'll rip open their stomachs and take what's inside
0: fun but that feels like a lot
1: <laughs> all right you think oh my god so that was fun another one 2013 all hallows eve Ooh, I like
0: the sound of that one. No, not really. Really? Uh This
1: is Art the Clown's Origin. Oh. So after trick-or-treating, a young boy finds an unmarked VHS in his candy bag. In, the babysitter allows them to watch it, and there's three stories that unfold, and each one it's weirder and more twisted mm-hmm. and you know a typical terrifying art the clown kind of a vibe you okay know. candy corn 2019 <laughs> a group of assholes have been tormenting the same boy on halloween every year and even as adults they plan their annual trick this year things get heated they end up killing the guy. But What they don't know is that he's got some friends. Ooh. And they bring him back for revenge. This was super low budget. The killings were okay. Really, the only thing that's noticeable is that it had a special appearance by Candyman legend actor Tony Todd.
0: Love to see it.
1: And I think this is my last one. Okay. Bad Candy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, come on. I had to watch them. Yeah. 2020. There's a radio host, Chili Billy, who <laughs> comes to us from station 66.6. 6, and he's telling us stories of myths and legends from New Salem's past Halloweens. If you do something bad, a creepy clown with horns and long fingers is going to come for you um in one of the stories he turns a kid into a wooden doll which reminded me of Ernest scared stupid which is one of my faves the best and then there's a story about a grumpy old man who of course puts razor blades into kids candy i mean it's a plague right have you caught on to the theme oh my god (laughs) so now that i've given you guys all of those little teases. Let's get into like the real treats. The
0: real deal. The real treats. So if you want to play along at our THC drinking game at home, take a drink of anything you're drinking or a hit of anything you are smoking. Anytime we mention a badass big sister, a past THC episode, an episode of our favorite show of all time, Bunk. Um, we spill something. We cheers. I'm missing a sixth one. When we repeat each No, that's the... Yes. Sorry. And then our new rule is anytime that we say the same thing at the same time, Mm -hmm. take a drink. And then the seventh one is a bonus drink just for you guys. And that's when you finally hear one of us accidentally name the episode. There we go. So there you go. Those are your seven rules. We're going to get a refill and then we'll get into the sode. Let's do it. All right. So let's get into it. Tonight we are doing The Death of Timothy O'Brien... And what movie did you watch, B? Do you remember? (laughs) You just gave us a synopsis of 20 movies. I know, but after all the lists
1: of all the candy names and Uh the trick names. uh, Trick or Treat.
0: The classic. The classic. What I didn't realize is how fucking old it is. 2007. It's way older than you think. And it has a whole... um, The people who make The Spirit Store also make Trick or Treat because it's heavy in The Spirit Store. Yeah. It's...
1: I won't lie. Spoiler alert. It's one of like my favorite. It's a good one. Like Halloween tale. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. It's fun. It really brings the Halloween vibes. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Because a lot of people are like, oh, scary movies for Halloween. I mean, that's fine.
1: We can watch scary
0: movies anytime. Yeah. But for me... It's not just about being scary to qualify as a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, like that's one of the reasons I love Halloween mm-hmm. so much is it brings the Halloween vibes. Uh-huh. Versus Saw is scary, but it, it's not. A it's not like ooh, it's Halloween. Let's watch Saw because it's a Halloween movie. Yeah, like no, it's just a scary movie. I agree. But like Halloween, Exorcist, Sleepy Hollow, Trick or Treat, mm-hmm. like these are bringing the vibes.
1: Absolutely. All I right, got, I got. All the vibes.
0: All the vibes, baby. And I got everything for this episode basically from Investigation Discovery. Okay. It's a real short one on my end. Yeah. So we'll get into it. You ready? Yeah. So for decades now, there's always been rumors of tampered candy. Mm-hmm. Like candy that's been poisoned there's razor blades in it there's pins and needles in it nowadays it's a lot of like there's drugs in it whether it's meth or ecstasy or um what is that fentanyl that everyone keeps getting hooked on yes please (laughs) (laughs) which first of all i'm like why would you why would people waste such good drugs and how why do you think they want to give because they're so
1: cheap and easily available right who's giving them away to kids
0: now, most of these have been found to be untrue. And I got some facts about that after my case. Mm-hmm. But the case that really kicked this into heavy gear comes from the seventies, of course. The scariest it. decade to be alive. For real. I think you said that on the last episode, too. Terrifying. (laughs) All the bad shit happened in the 70s. Incredible. Some of it, like, trickled over into the 80s. -hmm. But the 70s and 80s was a wild time to be a kid in this country. (laughs) (laughs) One man almost ruined Halloween altogether with the first known case of trick-or-treat candy to have harmed a person, a.k.a. the man who killed Halloween, a.k.a. The Candyman and not the Candyman. But I do think that there is a true crime case about that. They based the or got inspiration for the Candyman. So something to think about. OK. Just picture me covered in honey. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Just we're going to get live bees. <laughs> Be ready. <laughs> October 31st, 1974. Fuck yeah. Pasadena, Texas. Eyewitnesses remember this Halloween in particular as being a cold, misty, damp night, an extra spooky Halloween Mm. for Texas. For Texas. You know what I mean? Because it it had just rained. Oh, yeah. And it was all spooky Mm -hmm. and foggy. And imagine, oh, to be a kid in like a cold, misty, spooky Halloween in the 70s. Yeah. Like, could you imagine how cool that was? Of course. It's everything I've ever dreamed of. I know. We are with the O'Brien family. This is 30-year-old Ronald, who's an obstetrician. His wife, it's hard to pronounce his wife's name, Danine. We're going to go with Danine. Okay. And his kids, 8-year-old Timothy and 5-year-old Elizabeth. They're having dinner with their friends, the Bates, who is Jim, his wife, and their two kids who are also a boy and a girl. After dinner, the dads take the three out of four kids out trick-or-treating. They take both of Ronald's kids and they take Jim's son, his daughter, who's a little bit older, goes off with her own friends. Okay. So the dads are doing their dad thing. They're on trick-or-treat duty. Uh, They trick-or-treat for a little bit. They go to one house. Nobody answers. And so then Jim and the kids kind of go on ahead to the next house, but Ronald kind of stays behind, lingers around a bit. Okay. And then he finally catches up to the group. And with him he has these 22-inch jumbo pixie sticks. Ooh. And he tells the kids that quote some rich neighbors gave them the quote expensive stuff, which maybe it is the 70s, but I'm like, is this what we're considering the fucking good candy is the giant pixie sticks? Ouch. I don't like small pixie sticks. I would not be thrilled. Yeah. But I think kids from the 70s had no choice. I agree. Each kid gets one. Plus, there's an extra one to take home to Jim's daughter, who's not there. Okay. End of the night, the two families go back to their homes. Ronald lets each one of his kid pick out one last piece of candy before bed. Timothy cannot pass up the chance to get on that pixie stick. And he doesn't notice or really even care about the fact that one end has been stapled closed, which is a red flag to us now. Yeah, and in the 70s. To the (laughs) 70s, to a kid who's already been out and about all night or whatever. He probably just tore that motherfucker open. Of course. He goes to take the first taste of it. And after the first couple swallows, he stops because it tastes real bitter. But Ronald encourages him to finish it, not to waste it, and then just tells him just drink some Kool-Aid to wash it down. Not long after this, Timothy starts to complain about stomach pains, and then he begins to vomit, and he can't stop vomiting until his body finally goes limp in his dad's arms. Oh. They rush him to the hospital, but he dies in transit to the hospital. The hospital obviously calls the like county coroner, and he immediately asks them to smell Timothy's breath, and they do... And it says, that they say that his breath smells like almonds, and the coroner knows immediately that he's ingested cyanide. Almond. Almonds. Now, you and I live in the almond capital ca- of
1: the world. Almond
0: capital of the world. <laughs> where we're from, everyone calls them animans am- for some ungondo reason. Because
1: you have to knock the L out of them.
0: Oh, is that why? I thought they were just, I thought people were just old. It, uh, Old people say Duh. that's how the story goes. Okay,
1: I thought it you was. You knock the l out of them. They I, go from I, almonds or almonds to almonds.
0: I really thought it was like my grandma, who's been on the West Coast forever. We have a town in the Bay Area called Benicia, and she just refuses to call it anything but Benicia. 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 I thought it was like one of those. <laughs> Benicia. Benicia. That's very fancy. I, I just think I just hear it very old. Benicia. Benicia. Amens. Like I feel like it's that same, like old California, like Oki, yeah, you see. slang. Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I want to be a million years old to just talk,
0: like <laughs> just say whatever. The, just we start pronouncing shit wrong for no reason. Anywho's a child is dead. We get it together. <laughs> Obviously, the hospital calls the police immediately. Detectives are sent out and they interview everybody. They note that Ronald is not crying or bawling. This is a quote. This is a direct quote from an interview of one of the detectives. He's, quote, not crying or bawling or anything, but there was no reason to believe that he was involved, unquote. His friend Jim's son, who also got a pixie stick, He actually couldn't get past the stapled end. He couldn't open it. I think he had snuck his to bed without his parents knowing. And he couldn't open up because it was stapled too tight. Uh And so he actually fell asleep with the pixie stick unopened in his hand. Oh, shit. And then the girls didn't choose to eat their pixie sticks. So that's the only reason that the other boy is alive Mm -hmm. is because he couldn't physically open the pixie stick. (sighs) As detectives try to narrow down which house the pixie sticks came from, they're finding out that Ronald is more and more not helpful. He doesn't know which house they came from, and then he doesn't remember which street they were on. But they only trick-or-treated in two different streets. It's like you don't remember which one. A few days go by and detectives take Ronald to the like streets where they were trick-or-treating. And they are really firm with him like you have to help us figure this out. And all of a sudden he remembers and he points to the home of Courtney Melvin. But he lets them know that he didn't see who gave him the candy. Just an arm stuck out of the front door and handed him the pixie sticks. Suspicious. However, Courtney was at work that night as an air traffic controller at Houston Airport and has an airtight alibi. Okay. So they're officially suspicious of Ronald. Yeah. They look into his past and discover that he has been fired from 21 jobs over a 10-year period. Okay. He's only 30 B, so almost (laughs) his entire working life has just been him getting fired over and over and over again. I would really fuck with a guy. (laughs) What a letdown. They discover that he's in, you'll be shocked to find out, Mm -hmm. that he's in extreme financial (laughs) despair. Despair. Because of his
1: fucking job a week.
0: (laughs) They find out that he is in over $100,000 of debt, which in today's money is over a half a million dollars, 600 and some odd change, thousand dollars. Detectives also find that Ronald has recently taken out $60,000 in life insurance policies on his son and daughter. They also find in his house an adding machine, which picture the 1970s. It's the adding machines with the um, paper, you know, that it like all clicks out. So they can see his math on the paper. They literally have receipts. They come with uh, receipts. (laughs) So is the adding machine. With a notebook next to it, the notebook has all of his bills kind of mapped out and the adding machine has all of the numbers he's been crunching. And it basically tallies up that 60,000 would be enough to cover his bills and like keep him afloat. OK. Ronald also calls the insurance company the morning after his eight year old son's death to ask about the insurance payout. Mm. Then they find out, this guy can't be any fucking stupider. I mean, he's was, just the this is why he got fired from 21 job. jobs. Because he's the dumbest person, I one of the dumbest people we've ever covered. So they also find mm. out that he's been going to community college classes. Okay, And he would ask the professor in-depth questions about cyanide. Mm. He also asked acquaintances about cyanide. And a clerk at a local chemical company remembers a man coming in before, like the week, couple weeks before Halloween, asking to buy cyanide and leaving without it because he found out that he had to buy it in bulk. He couldn't get just like a little bit of cyanide. Wow. He doesn't remember what the guy looks like exactly, but he does remember that he's wearing a blue smock, kind of like what a doctor or a dentist would wear. And as I said before, Ronald is an obstetrician and that is what he would wear to work. Uh Uh-huh. They, of course, arrest Ronald, but he never breaks. He never admits to it. He never talks. What's the motive? The life insurance policy to clear his debt. We just talked about it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all coming together now.
1: That's okay. Um, All I'm focused on is dead kid and broke ass can't keep a job (laughs) down. This broke ass
0: (laughs) motherfucker.
1: Yes, Uh, life insurance.
0: Yeah, no, it's okay. The 100th episode, I think, I cut out a whole bit of it because you had just like gone through a whole thing. And then I turn around and I ask like, but what about such and such and you went it was the timeline of the saw movies Oh god! you did so oh, much no, detail no, no, about no, no, the no, no, the no. saw movies mm-hmm. and then i asked really dumb questions and you're like babe that's literally what i'm telling you and i was like really but i love i acted so surprised to hear the information i'm like yeah that makes total sense and you're like yeah it does <laughs> oh, oh, oh. we almost set the hamburger on fire yeah.
1: Does that count as a spill? I, it should count as a spill because it was almost a, a
0: house fire. <laughs> B has one of my kids' hamburger pillows behind her back and we just flung it into the candle. Okay. Okay, we can get we can it do together. This. this is like the dumbest episode and we cannot get through it. It's been a rough week. Yeah, for real. All right. He goes to trial, May 1975. His wife had no clue that about any of this shit. And so she, of course, testifies against her husband that's as for her, he should because he killed their fucking child. Yeah. You could rot in hell, my guy. That's
1: disgusting. Give
0: a fuck. June 3rd, 1975. Ronald is found guilty on one count of capital murder, four counts of attempted murder. Because that's the real question. So the life insurance policy is the motive for murdering his own kids. What's the motive of giving poison pixie sticks to, to the other kids, to the other two just probably so you don't look suspicious. Cause then it's not just the your more
1: kid. kids that die. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's maybe not to look so suspicious because yeah. it's like, Oh, some whack job I gave these pixie to sticks to everybody, to everybody, not just to my kids. Cause if it's only your kids, it's real <sighs> suspicious. That's evil still. Of, of course it's Ugh. the most evil. After 45 minutes of deliberation, (laughs) they find him guilty, and then Ronald is sentenced to death. Ten years later, on March 31st, 1984, Ronald eats his last meal, which consists of a steak, french fries, peas, and a Boston cream pie. Before he is executed by lethal injection at 1248 a.m. with hundreds of people, Outside of the Texas State Penitentiary, some even in costumes, and they all chanted trick or treat as he took his last breath. For real life? For real. They were not fucking with that guy. That's crazy. So there you go. Trick or treat, motherfuckers. Peas? The peas really threw me. I'm like, steak, fries, okay, Boston cream pie, sure. Peas? He's a simple man. Okay. Okay. I know, not a roasted broccoli. Broccoli? Or like a honey glazed carrot? No, peas. I don't even like peas that much. I put them in stuff, but when I make them for my kids to eat on the side, I just I just tell them that I already ate my part.
1: No, I like it in like a fried rice.
0: A fried rice, or like yeah, you you put it in things, Mm -hmm. but like a few in like a creamy pasta. I make my kids eat them as a side vegetable, yeah, and I just tell them that I already ate my share. Well, there's no fucking vegetables in my movie tonight. Well, hold on. I'm not done. I just want to let you know that I went on Snopes.com and I looked up, in general, the rumors about tampered candy because that was the first official poisoned candy. We always hear about pins and needles, razor blades. Snopes says, for the most part, it is untrue. These rumors have been happening basically since the 50s. Um, A professor named Joel Best reported that he was able to track down about 80 cases of sharp objects in food since 1959. Almost all were hoaxes. Only about 10 have culminated in even minor injury. And in the worst case, a woman required a few stitches. Yeah. So that's basically what they're saying. There's a bunch of cases here and there of people doing it to be dicks but nobody's died from it unfortunately the only person who's died from it is timothy and that was definitely what his dad was going after he wasn't doing it to play a prank
1: really no wonder the dad was like oh no make sure you finish it the whole
0: thing because i'm like what parent on halloween
1: night is encouraging their kid to finish Mm -hmm. their candy Mm -hmm. that's sus right off the bat yep so piece of shit
0: Rest in peace, Timothy. I'm sorry that you had to die on, like, the best night of the year. Yeah. And to be, like, so excited and everything, too. Like, look, you guys. Yeah. The big pixie sticks. I don't mean, like, I fucking hate pixie sticks. Uh, You're going to have to poison a Reese's. You're going to have to poison a Twix. I don't know. Okay.
1: So, for those who might not know, we've got five interwoven stories that are occurring on Halloween night hinging on a set of Halloween rules yes and we took one of the stories to use as an excuse for tonight's episode absolutely because it wouldn't be spooky season without it that's right and this is as Halloween as it's gonna get baby uh, you can't really do much more so first up we've got a couple Emma and Henry and they're coming home from the town's Halloween parade they're dressed up and they're drunk and Emma goes to blow out the jack-o'-lantern and Henry warns her that it's bad luck to blow it out before midnight. Oh. She blows it out anyways and someone in the shadows watches them. If that wasn't bad enough, she decides tonight's the night she wants to take the decorations down. Why? She's over it and she whispers under her breath I hate hello. <gasps> the audacity. It's crazy. Fuddy-duddy. Across the street, she notices someone dressed in a dark jean hoodie situation, wearing a white mask, staring at her. But it's just a teen mm-hmm. waiting for some friends to pick them up for the night. She's laughing off her fright. And continues to take down her decorations when something jumps out from behind a white sheet. Mm. Inside, Henry hears a scream, but he just assumes it's from the porn that he's watching. Fair. Outside, in front of a group of trick-or-treaters, Emma is slashed open from under the white sheet by something that we can't see and dragged back into the front yard. And they just assume that it's like,
0: woo, Halloween. (laughs) The decorations are so real
1: at this house. Henry wakes up to realize that there's static on the screen and that Emma's not in bed. So assuming she's still in the front yard cleaning up the decorations, he goes to see what she's doing and finds her body propped up, wrapped in orange lights with a pumpkin lollipop shoved in her mouth. Yep. Guess she shouldn't have blown out the candle. Ooh. Walking across the street dressed in a shirt that reads, this is my costume.
0: A classic.
1: Dragging a pillowcase, we meet Charlie. He spotted a candy bowl left unattended with a sign asking each trick-or-treater to only take one. No one listens to that. He, of course, pours the whole bowl into his pillowcase. And I'm like, well, obviously, any unattended kid's going to do that. And he's caught red-handed by the owner, Principal Wilkins. And he's questioning, is all that candy good for one boy?
0: Real quick, Travis Kelsey just had a hilarious story about this on his podcast. This? Yeah, so Travis Kelsey. No, not this. So Travis Kelsey, for those of you that don't know, has always been a troublemaker his whole life. He's like a mischievous child candy mm-hmm. and so he was talking about how like his older brother jason who's the more mature one if it said just take two jason only took two because he was thinking about the other kids after him but and not little brother travis is like Fuck no you leave a candy bowl unattended you Psh. leave
1: one piece behind yeah
0: so he would talk about dumping it all in his bag and then he said because he just lives in a house he just bought a house with more privacy because of taylor yeah but up until now he just lives in a house in a neighborhood And he said that he got got karma came back to get him because he got went and got the king size candy bars, not regular king size, but left him in a bowl because he didn't want like all the craziness of if he's the one answering the door. And he's like, yeah immediately some 12 year olds gone. took him. He's like, I can't be mad about it. No. Cause that's just the way it goes. He's I, all, if I would have been 12, I would have taken every last one. Abs- a king size bowl. Yeah. King size. And then of course his brother, who's a dad is like, king size is a little much on Halloween. And he's like, maybe full size, but it's the only no way kid I needs a king size. Bribe
1: someone to my yard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Charlie knows Mr. Wilkins from school. But our listeners might remember him as John Hannigan from Season 8, Episode 6. Every episode. Mr. Monk and the Critic.
0: I can't even get excited about it anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, first off, the fact that we've had one. Every, every episode. And this is it. Like, this is our case. So, it it's not just on anyone else. It's our bad guy. Is yeah. our monk reference? Gotta love so, it.
0: Fucking cheers. Cheers. Bitch. Hell yeah! I was just thinking about this earlier today, about how deep this whole monk thing has gotten. About the fact that like the hundredth episode is so special to us, and that we named our one hundredth episode after Monk is. so And it's funny. not just one. There's at oh, least there's that. multiple. But the fact that the hundredth episode, we're like we monk in the title. Yeah. No, we have multiple monks. At this point, I mean, we might have to ask your eldest to redo
1: the whole title. It's it's a monk's podcast.
0: (laughs) That would be amazing. That's next.
1: Yeah. We'll just cover every episode.
0: Wait, how do they always do his titles? That's how we should name the podcast. It's like the Mr. Monk and the two drunk bitches. You know what I mean? Mr. Monk and the terrible true crime podcast.
1: Is that our best friend tattoo, Mr. Monk and the
0: mister Monk and the two drunk bitches might get it done. Okay. Could you imagine our husbands if we came home with just the Man. silhouette of Adrian Monk <laughs> <laughs> tattooed? I
1: think they'd understand.
0: <laughs> Maybe. My husband would probably be a little into it. Your husband just like, what the My- fuck? <laughs> and he would walk out the room. But
1: then what else is new? Yeah. I think that's uh, any given day. <laughs> Okay, Charlie tries to leave, but nope, Mr. Wilkins insists that he stay for some pumpkin carving and, of course, more candy. Mm. The principal's telling him a little story about how he used to be a shithead kid, too, and how his dad had to teach him a lesson as Charlie is shoving his face full of candy.
0: Who's into candy that much?
1: But just then Charlie starts to get sick and the owner laughs You must not have checked your candy Oh! Cue the exorcist style chocolate vomiting Oh god And Mr. Wilkins finishes the job by dragging Charlie's body inside but just then there's a knock at the door Mm -hmm. It's our group of trick-or-treaters and they have a new friend with them in a little burlap masked. So cute. Costume. Our little cutie known as Sam. And here's our Halloween trivia for the night. Oh, okay. So Sam is based off of what? So I guess it's one is how it's pronounced, but it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N. Okay. So it's short Sam. And that's the Celtic origin of Halloween. Yes. And all of these are like his Halloween rules. Okay. Okay. So he's like the overlooker. Like don't fuck around on Halloween mm-hmm. or you're going to get tricked he's like the right God back. Of Halloween. Exactly. And his character was first introduced by this film's director, Michael Doherty in 1996 as an animated short called Season's Greetings. And it's on YouTube and it's Super cute. Okay. Definitely worth a watch. So Sam is going to make sure that anyone that doesn't follow the rules is going to get punished. And so we are now in the backyard as Mr. Wilkins has a freshly dug grave. There's already one body inside. Mm -hmm. And he's going to push Charlie's body on top of it as his son Billy comes home from trick-or-treating. And he needs dad's help carving his pumpkin. Dad takes little Billy down to the basement for their carving, but it's not a pumpkin at all. It's Charlie's head.
0: Bom bum, bum
1: So while they're spending some quality time bonding in the basement together, our group of trick-or-treaters is moving on to the local rock quarry, known to be the location of a Halloween school bus massacre 30 years ago. Okay. Per the urban legend, the parents in town, no longer wanting to be burdened by their special needs children, ah, damn, bribe the school bus driver to kill them by sending them off a cliff in the rock quarry.
0: <laughs> How big of a bribery is that? So at the cliff's
1: edge, the trick-or-treaters leave eight jack-o'-lanterns for each of the kids that died that day. And they decide as a prank to scare the girl they so kindly refer to as Retard Rhonda.
0: Yeah, it's rough.
1: Turns very sinister as the dead kids from the massacre return to punish the shitheads for mocking their tragedy. As a very should. John Kramer of them. Yes, as they fucking shit. Yeah, their cosmic justice or whatever, the karma of it all. Next, we meet our true blood baddie, Anna Paquin. Who plays virgin, air Air quotes, quotes, Lori, and her girlfriends getting ready for tonight's Halloween festivities. They're trying to find Lori the perfect man for her, air quotes, first time. Okay. She gets separated from her friends, and she's stalked down by a guy dressed in a cloak and a mask with vampire teeth. who tries to attack her, but what he... And us as viewers don't know is Lori and her gang of girlies are a pack of werewolves. Love it. And the man behind the mask, Principal Wilkins. Oh, my God. So we're not talking about Lori's virginity here. We're talking about her first kill. And so she eats Mr. Wilkins. It's all very exciting.
0: He deserves it.
1: And in our final tale of the evening, we're circling back to the neighborhood, to Principal Wilkins' neighbor, where a curmudgeon by the name of Mr. Craig lives, and he's your typical asshole. He hates anything fun. Yeah. Especially kids on Halloween. Disgusting. Uh, He has a little dog named Spite. (laughs) I kind of love him. Yeah. it's kind of my favorite. Anyways, so as he scares the kids, he collects all their candy. Mm -hmm. Well, payback's a bitch when Sam comes to visit. He starts with a slashed Achilles from under the bed, episode 101.
0: I mean, it's like it was yesterday. I know. Down for the count,
1: Sam emerges with a piece of candy from a with a box cutter blade sticking out of it. Dang. Mm-hmm. And he uses that to kind of stab at Mr. Craig, who tumbles down the stairs towards the front door, only to see that the first floor is covered in candy and razor blades. Distracted, Sam jumps on his back and they fight. Craig rips off the burlesque map to reveal Sam's true face. Mm-hmm. And it kind of resembles a rotting pumpkin. Mm hmm. And funny enough, my beautiful child was like, it kind of looks like Jason Voorhees without them. I I feel it.
0: I know. I was so proud. Yeah, that's a that's a big step. Craig shoots
1: Sam in his disfigured face and then finishes the job when there's pumpkin guts and... Pumpkin seeds flying all over the place, and he's going to call the police, but the line's cut dead by Sam's little severed hand, which yeah. is very Ash versus Evil Dead.
0: Okay. And the hand
1: crawls over, stabbing Craig, and then reattaches itself to its body as Sam puts himself back together and puts his mask back on, and then he goes to kill Craig with that very familiar pumpkin-shaped lollipop. Yes. Yes. He instead hits a candy bar that landed on Craig's chest instead. And for whatever reason, Sam accepts this as a sign to, like, just leave it be. Okay. It wasn't meant to be. So later that night, we see now a very heavily bandaged Craig or Krieg passing out his candy like a good neighbor should to the remaining trick-or-treaters that come to his door. And as he steps out onto his porch... He sees little bloody Billy mm-hmm. next door wondering why daddy's not home. Mm-hmm. And he sees Miss Rhonda with her jack o' lantern walking back home mm-hmm. past the house where Emma and Henry are coming home. Okay. And so we know that, you know, Sam's there waiting in the distance. Yes. And just when we think that the movie's over, there's one last knock on Krieg's door. It's the zombie kids from the bus because, of course, he was the driver.
0: Oh, my God. The big reveal.
1: 30 years ago.
0: Oh, my God. Sam's like,
1: where's Waldo? Yeah. Throughout the whole movie. Yeah, it's so right? He pops up at every scene. Love it. So, yeah. So, the rules... You got to wear a costume. That okay. kid with the fucking candy, he broke two rules. That's not a real costume. and he didn't check his candy. Yeah. Um, you pass out treats, not tricks, and you don't blow out or break a jack-o'-lantern. Before midnight. Mm-hmm. Or just period. Don't be disrespectful. Yeah. Okay.
0: hmm Fantastic. Well, I guess that makes sense before midnight because it's Halloween. Halloween. Right. Yeah. The next day. Okay. I well, I follow all those rules, Sam. So you don't have to worry about me. It's so good. But if a Jack lantern blows itself out, that doesn't that, count. No. Sometimes the wind knocks out the candles. I, I actually am one up on Sam because I use the battery-powered mm-hmm. lights. The little dollar store candles. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about it. But doesn't great. it give you all the Halloween I love feels? Of course. I love that movie.
1: It's a f- perfect fall day.
0: Yeah.
1: It's everything. It's great. Yeah.
0: Do you remember that crazy fucking movie we watched at your house? Um That was a few shorts and it was all holiday themed and it was all horrific, but there was like an Easter bunny one. There might have been a Thanksgiving one, but it was really, do you remember? It was so weird. Yeah. It was the most bizarre. And we were like, what the fuck are we watching? I
1: wouldn't know how to get it.
0: No, I know. I just want
1: to know if you remembered it. I remember very little things. Yeah, but it was like like so,
0: maybe a Valentine's Day, but it was so crazy, violent, and bizarre. Mm -hmm. Anyways, good
1: times. (laughs) The best. So, what's your look of the week? Obviously, the perfect excuse for me to get my trick or treat, Sam. Yes. And it's so comfortable. Yeah, it's like
0: pajama material, we were saying. So
1: cute. I've got the whole to do. I want. I need um a pillowcase. I want to go trick or treating at the front door. Yeah, that's what I figured. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna wear it tomorrow for the party. Fun. But instead of the mask, I'm gonna do my makeup. Mm-hmm. Kind of creepy, like maybe like his little his special face.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Yeah, cause you. I put that mask on. You cannot see out of it. I can. Barely. We'll see. Have you been outside in the dark yet? No. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. And then, how many do I even need to ask how many knives you give no, this movie? Oh, of course.
1: It's another five. We give it five every It's spooky season. It's They're the best. all hitting it. They're all everything And we still had a monk. The one monk. We love it. For our story, for our villain. Yeah. It was meant to be. Fuck yeah, dude. One last cheers, cheers. to spooky season. Cheers we did sp- it.
0: Spooky season to Halloween. Mm. I know a it's just. a great time. It was a great time. It was a lot. Yeah, we got to take a little bit of a break. It reminded me that every other week is perfect for us. Yeah. This has been a lot of podcasting, doing this every week. It's a lot of editing for me, but I'm happy we did it. It was so worth it. It was a great spooky season. And I'm so happy that we're ending it on this like kind of light, fun how, except for the dead eight-year-old. I'm sorry, Timothy. That God rest rough. your soul. Yeah. But besides that, we're ending it on just like kind of a quick, easy Halloween sewed. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to see pictures of this week's episode, go to THC podcast on Instagram. If you want to leave, leave us a nice review or five stars or whatever you can, that would be great. If you want to hit me up on Instagram, feel free to do that. And the most important thing is that If you celebrate Halloween, follow the Halloween rules, of course, but always have a great Halloween. Have a fun, safe. The world's
1: crazy. Just focus on the good and the treats and not the tricks.
0: That's right. And if you see some kids doing some tricks, let them be kids. Right. Listen, kids are supposed to teepee something. They're supposed to maybe smash a pumpkin or two. So- Let the, even if the tricks are happening, Mm -hmm. let it go, man. It's Halloween. It's one night a year. Let the kids be kids. You guys have a great time. We're going to have a great time. We'll tell you about all of our activities on the next episode. And until then, we will see you next time. Bye. Happy Halloween, everybody.